This is the South Bend Beat Podcast, presented by Alpha Dog Agency. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, let you ride around my city, I can show you around my city. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, I can show you around my city, that's my city. Hey everyone, this week we have Blake Shrippa from Mimo's Pizza. Uh, he's the owner over there that had previously been a Bruno's Pizza, and we're about one year in to Mimo's Pizza, so we're going to talk about everything he's gone through the past year, the ups, the downs, and a little bit of everything else. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of South Bend Beat. We are here with the man, Blake Shrippa. Owner of Mimo's Pizza. What's up, Blake? Hey, how's it going out there? Doing great today, Kyle. How's the uh, pizza business going this time of year? So far, so good. Uh, Mimo's Pizza's, you know, looking forward to our one-year anniversary here coming up soon. 12 months in the game, and uh, we're still knocking out pizzas, making the best pizzas in the state. So it's cr- I can't, and I can't even wrap my head around if it's been crazy that it's already been a year or that it's only been a year. It's getting close to one year. Our one-year anniversary is January 1st. And it did go kind of fast. Oh, it went super fast. Because you remember, you and me, this time last year, we were a mess. We were (laughs) all over the place, getting down our menu, how I want to, you know, uh, make the restaurant look, the menu, the names on the items that we came up with, how the menu looks. Pricing out the menu. Pricing. It was crazy. And... So about this time last year, we were kind of finalizing all that stuff. And then it was, I think, the 14th of last year, able to start marketing the new place and kind of hit the ground running on January 1st. And that first month, I know those first couple of nights were, were a mess. It was crazy busy. But that whole first month was crazy. Oh, yeah. The whole first month, you know, I've it was the busiest time of my life and you know I couldn't do it without the community really it's all about the community coming out and supporting a local small business owner you know and I just got to show love for the community because I wouldn't be here without them and when you speak the community it's the whole area but you are specifically you're on Edison so you're uh, in between Grape and Main kind of across the street from a Y yeah give us a little background on because some people might still remember that as Bruno's. Correct. Um, which is what it was until you switched about a year ago. Give us some background on how uh, you got into the pizza game. You're originally from South Bend, right? That's correct. So which which school did you go to? So I'm from John Adams, Eastside Pride. Okay. And your dad, um, your dad's OG Italian. Correct. He came over at what age? He came over here from Italy when he was 18 years old. 18 years Didn't old. Didn't even know English. Yeah. And if you talk to him still, it may take yeah. it may take a couple. It's rounds. hard to understand yeah. him. He's got that authentic Italian. Um, so your parents both South Bend ended up in South Bend. You're born and raised South Bend. Correct. Uh, kind of let us know when and how you got started into the pizza game. Well, so it came. Uh, you know, I got started in the pizza game by uh, simply one day, just like any other kid. Hey, I want a car. Time to start driving. And my father says, "Well, you got to go get a job." Well, him and uh, Bruno grew up in Italy together, so my dad actually got me in the door to start making pizzas when I was 17 years old in high school, and uh, 
just started there, just started as, you know, the simple dishwasher, started learning how to top pizzas, make it there. Any specific location where you started? Edison Road, Edison, where okay. I'm currently located cool. now. And uh, through the years after graduating high school, I still stuck with it, ended up going to college at the one and only IUSB Titan Pride. Get it. You know it. And uh, went to school for business there. Um Throughout my time going to school at USB, I was managing a few locations, and then an opportunity came up uh, where, you know, I had a chance to franchise out uh, one of the Bruno's location on Edison. So, long and behold, you always shoot for your dreams, and since the opportunity came up, I said, hey, you know, this is, I've always loved making pizzas, I've always loved the food industry, I love cooking, so why not do this right now and you know shoot shoot high for it so got my feet wet and you know had a three-year deal and went on to uh, do that for three years signed another three years and then eventually now just made it the time that you know uh franchising is not always what I always thought it to be and I always figured I can do better and I got a pretty good quality and I think I got one of the best pizzas in the state so why not, you know, go with Mimo's Pizza on Edison Road? And franchising is a, a great way to start. But like you said, there are limitations when you have to be a franchise. I know speaking from our experience, marketing was a huge limitation. Yes. Because you kind of have to fall within the boundaries Correct. of the, the franchise itself. Um, and now that you're kind of able to market Mimo's however you want, we have some fun with it. And we get a lot of people through the door. Yes, we do. And... Not only that, I mean, you get to kind of be your own identity. You got to do things your way. You've been able to mix up the recipe. Right. Uh, you've been able to do things a little differently. Um, so to answer the question that seems to come in constantly, let's just clear it up right now. Yes, it's different pizza. Yes, we're totally different from Bruno's. Anyone out there that's, you know, confused what's different about it, my answer to you is this. Go get a Bruno's pizza. Go get a Mimo's pizza. Compare it side by side. You'll taste the difference. And the only thing the same right now is the location. Yes. And that's what some people get confused about. We'll get, is it the same pizza? Is it the same people? So the location and the people are the only thing that are the same because you did retain your entire staff. Yep. Um, you just do things a little differently. We've been able to add a few things to the menu. So you have Correct. garlic knots now, cinnamon knots, oh. kind of an ode to the old school New York Italian side. Uh, talk about your knots a little bit. Well, you know – the knot started out as a thank you from you, my friend, coming from New Jersey and New York. And my cousin, area. Reed. Shout out, Reed. Reed. <laughs> get, get, give him a good shout out there. Uh, you know, I was looking for something new on my menu to put out there that this area around here is really not accustomed to or doesn't have. Right. And for my recipe coming from fresh dough, I said, hey, there's other things that I can do with my homemade dough that I make from scratch every single day. So... You know, it took me some time and trial error, as you know, you were there. But when we finally got the recipe down and I figured out the baking time and temperature, the ingredients to put on it, when the finished product was done, I said, it don't get no better. It don't get no better. And and they are phenomenal. They and are. I mean, if you're going to order a pizza, you might as well. It may be a little heavy to go knots, pizza, knots, but at least get the garlic knots to start or the cinnamon knots to end. You got to go one way or the yeah. other. Yeah. And for you elephant ears out there, lovers, that, uh, you know, if you love elephant ears, you got to try our cinnamon knots. I think they're better than elephant ears, but you just unreal. have to try it and then, uh, you know, 
let us know on our social media what you think about it. Now, anyone that knows you knows that you are insanely dedicated to your restaurant. You're, you're there probably, what would you say, 90% of the time, 95% of the time? Very close to that. Couldn't give you the exact number, but I'm there definitely seven if, days if you a go, week. If you go into Mimos, you'll, you're almost certainly going to see Blake. Yes. What's, um, take us through kind of a typical day for you as far as, and I'm sure every day of the week is different, but as far as what time you get there, what you have to do when you get there, and kind of take us through the entire day up until when you finally go home. Yeah, sure. So, you know, most typical days, you know, I usually start off at the restaurant, get there about nine in the morning. I usually make about 100, 150 pounds of dough each day from scratch. Um, I usually start cutting vegetables fresh from our slicer. We don't use anything pre-cut. I say if you're going to do it right, you might as well do it the the best way you can. So fresh is always the best. And, you know, that was one lesson growing up that my father and parents always gave to me that if you do a job, you got to make sure you do it right. Otherwise, don't do it. No, just like our website. You know, we cut a lot of pizzas, but we don't cut corners. Right. And so, you know, I start off by slicing the vegetables, making the dough, getting – I love the best part of the day is bunning up, getting the buns ready for the whole day, and for our lunch crowd, which we open up at 11 o'clock each day. And to be honest, I think we have the bunch lunch, l- best lunch special in the community. Tell people what it is. Well, so Mondays, we got two slices and a drink for $4. Yeah. Seriously, $4 for two slices and a drink? Tell me where else you can get a better deal. Throughout the rest of the week... You got two slices and a drink for five bucks. And these aren't puppy slices either. No. These slices will fill you up. You'll definitely get full on it. But if you don't just want to go with just the two slices, we also have this uh, special where you could get a slice, two breadsticks and a drink, or a slice, a nice one of our mama's salads, our Mimo salads, our chicken uh, lettuce and bacon and tomato, our chicken salad, uh, just a variety, or just, hey, create it yourself. Make a salad you love and enjoy. And you have you have lunch specials that include knots too, right? Yes, we do. You can also get a slice, a drink, and two knots for five bucks. That's crazy. Tell and me where else you're gonna get a better deal in the community. And all the pizza's good. The one that's usually my go-to that I know you know is the chicken bacon ranch. Oh yes, that's is, your favorite. <laughs> man, it's so good. And then for a full pizza, the Mimos favorite is the one I love, which is. Um, so let's clear that up now too. A lot of people may not know Mimos, Manja Manja. What are these dudes talking about? What does Mimo mean? So Mimo, for those of you that don't know, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, my father is from Italy. Me and my father say that we share the same name, Domenico. So long story short, that uh, as I was in a franchise, I always had the dream of doing my own pizza restaurant. And um, throughout the years, I, I already had it set in stone what I wanted to do but I was just ready to make the official move. So I came up with Mimo because it's a nickname to my first name, uh, which is Dominic or Dominic, however you would want to pronounce it. And in, uh, the nickname for that is obviously Mimo, which uh, my grandmother, which we call Nana in Italian, she would always call my father Mimo. So every time going over to my Nana's house, She'd be the Nana that would always make homemade Italian food. Every time you go there to the dinner table, she's giving you a ton of food. And even when you're full, she's still trying to feed you. 
So whenever food was ready, she'd always say, Mimo, Mimo, Venica, which means Mimo, come here. And, uh, you know, so that stuck with me. And um, so as you're there all the time sitting at the dinner table, she's always saying, Manja, Manja, which is meaning, hey, eat, eat. You know, because we had a tough time communicating with me and my Nana because she was fluent Italian. She knew very little English. So going over there was always tough to have a real good talk Mm -hmm. relationship. So those key words always stuck to my heart and something I'll never forget. And so um, while doing the new name and new restaurant, I wanted to keep it family orientated and keep the history since it was my recipe. So I said, well, We'll, we'll go with the name Mimo. If it's a nickname of me, my father's name, which my nana always called, you got to have the slogan. So why not go manja manja? Because yeah. food, pizza, salads, breadsticks, garlic nuts, you name it, you're eating. So manja manja. And the cool part about my logo is me on a Vespa. Yeah. So for those people who don't know why I put myself on a Vespa, well, I kept it in family. My nono, which we call grandpa in Italian, would always be the old Italian guy driving around the city of South Bend <laughs> on his Vespa with the Italian hat. Those of you you probably that are listening would probably be like, I remember that old dude around town. Now that, you know, he's unfortunately passed away from us from now. But I said, hey, well, let's put me on the Vespa holding an, a, a pizza with the Italian hat. And I said, there's the logo. So that's how everything fell apart. And came into part, and I still kept it in family, and you know, hopefully made you know my parents and you know my grandparents and everybody else, my family know that you know proud that I still kept that in the family. That's awesome. And and those of you listening from the agency side, know that it's never that easy for us. Um, branding a new restaurant is really tough. You made it extremely easy because you had the name tagline, you had an idea for a logo. Yeah, it all went very quickly. Um, and luckily it went quickly. Otherwise, last December probably would have been more of a disaster than it was. Um, Correct. <laughs> getting everything out. So life as a pizza owner, um, and we mentioned like last year when you opened, you're in- insanely busy. And then I think like January 3rd or 4th, the Tribune released an article Correct. Um, called From Teen Cook to Restaurant Owner. And they kind of highlighted uh, your path from starting early at Bruno's to where you are now. And it was already going to be crazy those first couple weeks. And that kind of poured gasoline onto the fire. Oh, yes. Um, do, you re- do, you, do you remember those weeks or are yeah, they kind of a blur? Th- I do remember those weeks. And when the article from the South Bend Tribune uh, published, it was unbelievable how many, you know, support that I got from the community to come out to check out my new res- restaurant, my, my recipe and all that, you know, and what's cool about it is that I got a lot of age varieties from young kids in high school to even little kids in elementary to even old folks that came in. And now I have them coming in as their favorite, favorite pizza restaurant yep. and shop. So, you know, even people in their eighties just love to come in and grab a slice. So you know, that's one thing about pizza. You know, everybody loves it, especially great pizza. Yeah, and, and we'll link to that um, article on our social media if you guys want to check it out. Um, and one thing I wanted to ask you, so as far as reviews go, Mimo's Pizza is very highly reviewed. You're one of the top Yelp places. You're 4.4 on Google, 4.7 it looks like on Facebook. 
as as with anywhere, a few negative reviews will trickle in. What are a few things you want people to know from the owner standpoint? You know, if you get a review that says my pizza took too long, there's got to be a few things that's like keep in mind when you order from not not only pizza, but any restaurant, a few things to keep in mind. Yeah, you know, with any restaurant, being an owner, it's very difficult to please every single buddy, especially in your main rushes. And, you know, not everyone's perfect. You you know, you're going to have your great days at work and you're going to have your bad days at work. That's with anybody who's in the job industry. When you know you're not your typical job, you're going to have great days. You're going to have bad days. That's from a president down to an intern. You're going to have good days and bad days. You got that day. My job is most importantly, I try to please everybody that comes in and walks into my restaurant that supports me. And, you know, I realize that even those harsh negative comments, don't take that to heart because look at all the good community support that you have surrounding yourself. So if you know you're giving out a good quality product and you're trying your best and that's the best you can do, then stick with it. And what's a typical wait time for a pizza? Say, say you're not that busy. So usually an average wait time for my restaurant, for the quality of pizza you're getting, it's usually 25 to 30 minutes on average time. Okay. Now, obviously, you know, you got your Friday, Saturday nights. Uh, it gets pretty crazy. So and that's expect about to keep in mind. Yeah, 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, uh, I got a, you know, a lot of younger crew that works there. So they're in their learning stages as well. They're maturing, you know. They do a great job. They do a great job yeah. for me. They they work and they try their hardest. And I get being that age, everyone was 17 years old at one point. So you all know that, that you know, you learn from your mistakes. Right. And, you know, I try, you know, teaching them and making sure they're learning from their mistakes. And uh, but that's one great thing, though, about my restaurant, I have to say, is throughout, you know, the times that people have worked for me, seeing them go on to work in the community that I, you know, I have quite a few people who own businesses, landscaping, um, as far as nursing at Memorial Hospital St. Joe that used to work for me. And it's pretty cool seeing them, you know, uh, where they've turned out in life after working for me after for so long. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, seeing the circle of life that they've gone through as well. So giving them the benefit as well. And while we're talking wait times, there is one exception. And it's something I want to talk about. The deep dish. Oh, the deep so, dish. Let's so, get it, baby. Fill everybody. Because a lot of, whenever we post this on social media, your orders for them go through the roof. Yes. And it seems like in the meantime, yep. people just don't think, think about, about it. Think about it. Talk know about, about it. it. So, you know, when we, one day, you know, we have the pizza of the day that we put out there for slices. And once in a blue moon, we'll put our stuffed pizza. For those people who are wondering what the stuffed pizza is, it's a Chicago-style type of pizza where you got your crust on the bottom, you got your toppings, your cheese uh, inside the pizza, and you got a layer of crust over the pizza. Well, Mimos, we do all that good stuff, but we put our sauce on top of it, and then we just load it up with our cheese. And then we have to put the Mimo seasoning Mm. on it afterwards, which gives the pizza that much more of a kick. So... You, you know, if you want a good Chicago-style type of pizza, order Mimo's Stuffed Pizza. It's on our menu. You can check it out at mimosedison.com. It's there. You know, it's pretty good for the quality amount you're getting. What's for the, the wait time on that? The wait time on that is about, give or take, 45 minutes an hour for that to cook just because it's got all those extra yeah, ingredients in good it. Good stuff. But once it comes out, that's amore. 
<laughs> and you've also been experimenting a bit with some more kind of out of the box type slices at lunch. Correct. Some other. What are some of the recipes? I know you did. You've done a uh, taco. Yep. Taco pizza. What taco else have you pizza. had? Taco pizza. You know, we've we, we've seen a lot of people talk about a pickled pizza, <laughs> and uh, you know, you got to have fun with it. So I I got suggested with the pickled pizza from one of my employees, and you know. You got to challenge yourself because even though that I thought that I didn't think that would be so good or such a big hit, you know, maybe it will be. So listen to your employees once in a while, even though being the owner. Yeah. So I put my hands down and I said, let's get it. So we put out the pickled pizza and sure enough, people loved it. And it was like what? A garlic butter base? Garlic butter base with cheese on it, little garlic and pickles on top. So it fried the cooked the, the pickle a little bit. So it was crispier. And it turned out as a big hit. And it's what you, you probably say, what, a couple times a week you're going to do specialty slices of some sort? Yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, every day we put out the pizza of the day, but once in a blue moon, we'll do something, you know, exotic, like, uh, you know, maybe we'll do some Alfredo shrimp, like here coming up for Lent season. I usually like to do that every Fridays for the Catholics out there, you know, come make you get Alfredo, get some shrimp with mixed in with some oh, Cajun seasoning. Yeah. yeah, it'll be some good stuff for sure. And you spoke earlier about, um, you know, wanting to be kind of a pillar in the community. Let's talk about a couple of the community initiatives um, that you do. One is, uh, this this would be a few months away, but you do partner with the South Bend Cubs yep. um, where you do Ticket Tuesdays. Correct. Uh, fill people in on Ticket Tuesday. So Ticket Tuesdays was a big hit to let people know about trying to have a great time at a South Bend Cubs game and in the meantime, get some great food at Mimo's Pizza. So, um, I, you know, we said, hey, what, let's make, you know, since they're tickets, let's do a special for Ticket Tuesday that every Tuesday this past spring, we advertised it and through on the summer and all through, season long. And all season long, we advertised a lot of it through U93. If you heard our commercial that you came and ordered a pizza at Mimo's every Tuesday, you had a chance to win uh, the golden ticket. So what we would do would we would place four South Bend Cubs tickets in a golden ticket because we were and shooting like a for golden a golden envelope, kind go, of a go, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, Michael Scott parody yes, type thing. You got to the Office. Who, yeah. I mean, everyone loves that show. So we were shooting for that theme, and it hit off a blast. Tuesdays definitely helped business and people were loving it. And the people who won were hitting us up on our social media and the best, the best ticket one I probably gave away with Kyle was probably my very first order of Mimos, which it couldn't have worked out any better. My very first order, January 1st happened about 12 o'clock when we were opening on 12 o'clock for new year's day, getting ready for Notre Dame LSU. And I'm sure if you don't remember this, this might remember your thoughts. But um, the very first order I took happened to be from a customer that ordered the Mimo's favorite. He ordered our garlic knots. He ordered uh, the Mama's Way. And he got a two liter. And uh, the, the, he got the Mimo's favorite salad as well. The Mimo's choice, as we call it. And... I said, for that first order, ordering our favorites on our menu item, what better way to show love and support 
to give him the golden tickets, even though we didn't start giving them away till April. Right. But this was the very first order of Mimos. So long and behold, the guy came, picked up his food order. We congratulated him for being the very first customer to order Mimos. We saluted him that we were going to do the golden tickets every Tuesday starting in April throughout the summer. And long and behold, he was a long life hood Cubs fan. Yep. So it couldn't have worked out any he, better than he that. Got tickets to the opener. And four he, of them. You've got four tickets to the opener. So he was happy, got great food, and he's got some tickets for the South Bend Cubs game. And as far as what else you do in the community now, let's jump over to Mishawaka. Um, every year, your blood drive that you help with is insanely popular as well. Oh, yes. Um, what are the details of that? Yes. So we partner up with the South Bend Medical Foundation over here on Edison Road, basically our neighbor. Um, I've been doing it with them for a few years, and last year we did it again, and it was a big hit. So starting this year, December 21st, going through January 5th, you can show up to the South Bend Medical Foundation uh, Plaza, donate blood, because about this time of need, we're, there's a shortage of blood, so we're always looking for donations for people to, who can and will donate blood. Please go and get the blood count up there. The community needs it. And by doing so, you will receive a $15 gift certificate to Mimo's Pizza. So not only do you get to help the community out to restock blood that's in shortage, that uh, that's in need, but you also get to get a free meal and get your blood going again after <laughs> the donation. And where is the physical location where they go give this blood? So the physical uh, location to go give blood is the South Bend Medical Foundation on Edison Road in Mishawaka, in between Grape and Main Street. Right near you. Right near me. I'm you basically can't miss right it. behind you. Can't miss it. What else do you have going on in the community? Well, this summer we uh, did a, the Logan's Run donation event at yeah. Mimos Edison with Big Perm Big and United Theory. Big Perm's been a guest on so, the show, friend of the podcast. Yes, we did the pie in the face, and you know we got to have the community come out, and you donated, you get to pie Big Perm or me. So that was and you uh, had an employee light you up too. Oh yeah. Um, my employee Kelsey, she got me pretty yeah. good, but <laughs> I guess I deserve it once in a while. <laughs> what else you got going on? Uh, we also did, you know, a donation uh, to the pet refuge. You know, pets are always yeah. in need of donations, uh, so we always like to support the local pet refuge community. It was last spring, I think, right? Yep. Yep. And they have, man, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but I'm not sure, but they have like an annual auction, right? We're yeah. Auction off a lot of stuff and anyone has the opportunity to go and donate for the pet refuge. Yeah. And if you can't make it to their physical location, wherever their nation center, you can just log on their website and donate right. there online. Cool. Just to help out the pets in the community. And, uh, I know you also do something, uh, you know, for foster kids and foster families. Why don't you fill us in on that? Yeah, sure. So the National Youth Foundation for Foster Parents, uh, I donate food to them and um, to their special events on Sundays or Saturdays where they host. And uh, we will be starting where you present your uh, foster card um, ID and you will receive 10% off at Mimos, you know, as long as you're a foster parent. Another thing I wanted to mention that was a pretty good time. So it was it was a few months in after you got rolling, um, but we set something up with the South Bend Area Chamber, and you had your ribbon cutting. I know Jeff Ray was out there. Mayor Wood came out there. Uh, why don't you tell us about that? 
Oh, yeah. I just want to give a big thanks. I mean, obviously, the first of the year with this whole change and everything was pretty hectic at the restaurants we talked about earlier. So we wanted to wait till the weather got a little bit nicer in the year. So I just want to give a big thanks. Uh, shout out there to the South Bend Chamber for coming out, supporting me. Mayor Dave Wood of Mishawaka to come out there, help me with my ribbon cutting and Jeff Ray. Um, it was pretty cool. We got a couple pictures with them. They got to come into the restaurant, sit down and eat. And uh, now I got my picture of uh, Mayor Wood and Jeff Ray up there in the restaurant. So I got to say thank you for them, for the, the, them in the South Bend Chamber and being a member of them for the help of their support through the community as well. And you got your picture with the big scissors. Which we'll, we'll use that for the promo picture for this podcast. Oh, that. It's a pretty good picture. Oh, yeah. The big scissors. It's uh, it's one of the uh, my favorite pictures in the restaurant. There's going to be a little bit of a deal you're going to be doing the entire month of January. That's right. And it is if it has to be a call in order. Is that what it is? It has to be a call in order. Call in and what do they have to say? What are the magic words? They have to say manja manja. 10% off. And you get 10% off any pizza order throughout the whole month of January 2019. And that's my appreciation to give back to the community to help me succeed through this one year uh, anniversary. And that's just something to give back and hey, give everyone a dis uh, discount that comes in and supports your local restaurant. So, I mean, if you're ordering a pizza, you might as well get the 10% off. The manja manja. Um, and you're also uh, your kind of standard staple deal that's going to be active for the day of the game, uh, which we'll talk to we'll talk about here in a little bit with Notre Dame. They'll be playing Clemson in the college football playoff. Um, that's coming up on December 29th. That's correct. For the 4 p.m. game. Yep. And that deal is a 14-inch single topping, and it's only ten dollars. It's only ten bucks for one topping. The best pizza in the state. I mean, the quality of it. For ten bucks, tell me where else you're going to get a better deal for the quality you're getting. And it's only ten bucks. You might as well throw some knots in there too. Yeah, why <laughs> not? I mean, you got to try out our knots. So, uh, speaking of Notre Dame, uh, if we can switch lanes here a little bit, yeah, you think they have a shot to beat Clemson? Yes, we have a shot. I mean, you can never doubt Notre Dame, and especially the squad that they have this year. Brian Kelly and the coaches, you have to give them so much credit. He's done a – the whole staff has The whole staff has been job. an unbelievable job. From all the negativity that he's had in the past to give them – and, you know, especially Brian Kelly and Packy for supporting the community like they had. Packy's in quite often. She's in quite often, gets pizzas quite often from me. So you got to give them – the other them, night at O'Rourke's, you were getting some shout-outs too. That's <laughs> right. Pizza. Mimo's Pizza. From the Notre Dame football team. I mean, it, it's a Notre Dame favorite, as if you needed more incentive to go check out Mimos. That's right. It's our, a Notre Dame favorite. Our it, captain and one and only Alex Bars was giving us a shout out Mimos there. Big Mimos fan. Big Mimos, so Wish shout a out. Speedy recovery to him, getting yeah. ready for the draft. Best wishes in the NFL draft. And really, since he's gone out, the line's held up okay. They've yeah. been pretty good. And uh, But they're going to have their hands full with that Clemson D-line, probably three first-round picks on it. Yes, they they will. They'll def It won't be an easy task, but – as the saying goes, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I think this team this year definitely has a shot to uh, make something special happen, which I think they've already done going 12-0. and So from the restaurant standpoint, will you see a difference in how much pizza you move from a 12-0 and season compared to, say, a 5-7 and season? Oh, huge difference. Really? When the team keeps winning – more and more the people come into town, the local people, fans, they get more interested about the games and, 
you know, this year I could tell as the season was going on, we were getting more and more, you know, support and the business was growing because everyone was getting into their games a lot more. And if you're thinking the 27th, man, it's sounding good to get a pizza, but they're going to be slammed. I don't know if I want to wait. You're well aware of how busy the 27th is going to be. You're going to be fully staffed, ready to go. People yeah, go, go ahead and place your That'll orders. be the 29th. 29th, yeah. yeah. The 29th. People will be able to get their orders. They're going to get their pizza on time. It's not going to sneak up on you and catch you off guard. No. You'll be fine. We'll be prepared. We'll be ready. We'll be having our green shirts on, get cheering on the Irish and to make it to That's the – That's a 4 p.m. kick. 4 p.m. And then they'll have uh, Bama, Oklahoma as an 8 p.m. kick. So Correct. You can have pizza all night. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, usually Saturdays, I believe that game's on a Saturday. Yep. Our Saturday hours, we open up at 12 o'clock. So, you know, for a special event, we might uh, open up an hour earlier to get some people some orders in ahead of time. And, uh, you know, even though the game starts at 4 or your pizza's, you know, around halftime, and then have your friends come over, you know, watch the game, eat some great pizza, Food and uh, go Irish. They're going to play in the next round. Let's go. And for the small, let's sneak this in here, for the small subset of listeners uh, that this may interest, I assume you'll be taking Notre Dame plus 12? Oh, I'm taking Notre Dame to win outright. Money line. And what about the Bama OU 14-point spread? Uh, It's hard to go against Alabama. Alabama's Alabama. You know, they got one of the best coaches in the nation. OU defense is bad. OU's defense. (laughs) You know, they're going to have to score in every position. If Alabama stops them one time, it's going to be a it's long probably, yeah. night for OU. Do you think Tua's actually hurt or they're playing it up a little bit? Yeah, I think he got dinged up, but I think he'll be ready to go come game time. So let's do a few um, lightning round questions, which every guest that comes on here does. All right, uh, let's get it. E- even you don't know what these are. You have no I'm idea. ready. I'm always ready. Let's start with favorite uh, actually, could be in the world. Favorite city, and you can't say South Bend. Uh, it, let's say to visit. Favorite city to visit. Oh, it's got to be Rome. Rome? Yeah. Okay. Now, okay, that made it a little easy. Let's make it favorite U.S. city. Okay. Favorite U.S. city? If you if you could go anywhere today, all expenses paid to a U.S. city, where are you going? Got to be Vegas. Ve- <laughs> got to be Vegas. As we just finished talking about yep. uh, the gambling lines for the college yep. football playoff. Yeah, what would you be doing in Vegas? Maybe at the sports book a little bit? Hey, relax in a nice hotel, getting a little sun, you know, that we don't see this time of year. You actually went recently to Vegas. Yes, I you did. Went, uh, you went, and your, and your dad joined you too. It was yes. a whole bunch of family down All there. the family came. How'd that go? Oh, it's a great time. The, the only thing I suggest people, if you're bringing your parents with you, Make sure you take an Uber or taxi <laughs> ride. Do not let them walk around. How'd your dad hold up? I know he was uh, complaining about the walks. There, yeah, walking bit. through the Venetian to the restaurants, it was a little bigger than what he thought, and there was some <laughs> complaining going on. So next time I know what to do, get a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do, have you ever been stuck in an elevator? No. Never? Nope. You have a big old grin right now. What do you? And I know that's one of your biggest pet yeah. peeves. Whenever I go to places with you, you, you well, want to take this. Just this the other stage. night at the uh, Notre Dame basketball game, I, I went ahead and uh, yep. let you head up upstairs. And then the elevator because you, you want to take and the Tina, I just stayed down at the seat. You, know, you guys can take the elevator. Which we had a blast in Notre Dame 1. We had course oh, tickets. And, and shoot. The but, ref the and, ref was joking yeah, with us. Ended up being a buzzer beater. Yes. It was uh Mike Brady and his squad got it done. Ended up being a really good game. Yeah. They uh but yeah, you guys you guys head up at halftime and I didn't join you. But yep. uh, and you've never been would you even care if you get stuck? 
No, I know there's always going to be assistance. What if you were alone and you got stuck? A uh, cell phone. What if it didn't work? Then the emergency button. I guess that's a pretty good point. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's say, so obviously you love your restaurant. Um, but even restaurant, enjoy. At least, even restaurant owners have to eat elsewhere. That's correct. So if you're going to get a meal, um, it can be South Bend, Mishawaka. What are a couple other places you enjoy to go? Oh, Carmela's. Obviously. And in full disclosure. Yes. Family. Family. (laughs) My Aunt Carmela, she makes some of the best pastas around. I mean, my favorite thing whenever I go to Arancini's, they're what we know as rice balls. For an appetizer, you have to go to a restaurant. Right here in downtown South Bend. Yeah. Known as McCree's Bakery. She has the best cakes, cookies in town. Uh, you know, in her restaurant or bakery, it's unbelievable. So definitely go check them out. Where else you like to go eat? Fitz, say you finish up at 9 p.m. at the restaurant. You're like, I want to go grab a bite to eat or some other place. Well, usually by the time I finish up at the restaurant, yep. it's pretty late. So there's not a lot of good places to get a, some good food but at that time of night. But usually when I get off work around 12 o'clock p.m., you know, Fridays is still open. So I always like to go out there, get get a great, good, good food to eat. Uh, catch up with the bartender Ian over there at Fridays. Right there on Grape. Near right there you. on Grape yep. Road, right next to me. And you know, sometimes go get some good food at Bar Louie, get home, uh, watch a little bit of the g- end of the games, and then get the food, go home, and go to bed. And one more question before I let you get out of here: advice for someone that would want to start a restaurant, kind of from the ground up. I'm not talking about like a former NFL player that's gonna, you know, open a restaurant and has a ton of money. Someone that is they say i think i have a pretty good product i'd like to open a restaurant what would your main points of advice be for them my main point of advice if you were in my position is you got to have faith in yourself first and foremost if you know you're not 100% committed to yourself and confident that you can do it it's better not the best that you don't get involved but so first and foremost have faith in yourself second of all if, you know if you got a great quality product and that you love and you know you can sell it and it'll be a hit then stick with what you're doing don't try to get too fancy with it keep it plain and simple and uh, always have a good location I feel like location is a very good key to owning a good restaurant and a great quality product and um, you know just give 100% uh, you know dedication to yourself and if you give 100% dedication you'll be all right and it and what you mentioned, like the dedication part, is it's again if it if it's a situation where you have a ton of money or you're a former player or celeb starting a restaurant, that's something different. But right, right. For most people, it's when you're starting a restaurant, man. Those first five, maybe up to 10, 15 years, you're gonna be you're, living in that place. Oh yeah, just like me, I'm there. Have been there seven days a week, all day, every day. You know, just trying to make it and succeed and. Uh, you know, knowing that you got to put the time and work in for it to be successful. Now, how important is uh, hiring well and having the right staff around you? Oh, your employees is basically an example of you. So you have to have the right staff in your place of uh, work because they're basically a representation of you. And I've learned that throughout the years. You know, you have good employees that they'll, you know, they make you look great. And you've had other employees where, you know, they don't have the right attitude and they give the wrong vibe to the customer and that customer takes effect on it. And then that's in a picture of you and your restaurant. So, you know, it's like the bad apple and 
with all the apples. So you got to get rid of the bad ones, keep all the good ones, and do the best you can. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, hit them up for some football we have all month with bowl games and the NFL rolling. And uh, feel free to say hi to Blake if you pop in. Manja, manja. Get it. Welcome to my city. Bring you to my city.